Welcome back to the Push Podcast. Today I have with me a poor public school child. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, growing up I always like, I'm not gonna lie, I did pity the public schoolers because they Why? had to be stuck in school for a solid like eight hours every day. Okay. And they didn't have any choice about it or like mm-hmm. what they wanted to be doing. They were just like stuck there. Yeah, I mean, I would totally agree with that. But as being a public school kid, I always had the stereotype of homeschoolers. And I mean, not knowing what homeschoolers were actually like That's until true. last year. Of course, I had my own opinions about you guys. <laughs> That's all. That's an air quotes, you so, guys. So accusatory, though. <laughs> but do you honestly think, like, did that ever occur to you, like, when you were in school? Like, why am I here? Like, why am I sitting in here? Not really. I mean, this is what was expected of me. I mean, yeah. I didn't really have a choice to be, like, not at school until probably when I first met all you homeschoolers at church. <laughs> I guess I didn't really realize that there was a different way of going to school. And yeah. I mean, in high school, I always knew PSEO was an option. So I knew, like, oh, like, as I would get older, I'd have more flexibility with my schedule. Right. But growing up in elementary school and middle school... I mean, this is just what I had to do. I didn't have any other choice. Yeah. It's freezing in here. Anyway. Um, okay. So prior to last year, did you know any other homeschoolers or was it no. just other? You just you only had public school friends? I only had public school friends. Okay. I did not know, like, there were so many homeschool people. Okay. And do you think that if you had known homeschool people, like, you would have wanted to be homeschooled? Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> After seeing, like, what it would be like now and even for, like, Kids are, like, my siblings' age, and yeah. like seeing, like, the culture that they're growing up in, like, mm-hmm. oh, I totally would have wished that I was like that. And just even, like, I don't know, being surrounded by more of, of like, faith-filled children yeah. like, at, like, such a younger age, that would have been so much more beneficial to me. Mm-hmm. Because I was always, like, the odd one out, like, the yeah, one, like, yeah, yeah. practicing Catholic, or even, like, the kids that at my school or at my old church that were Catholic, like, they're only Catholic on Sundays. Yeah, Like, they exactly. do not practice Catholicism, like throughout the entire week. Yeah. And even, like, the kids that were, like, quote-unquote Christian, like, they didn't act Christian either yeah. at school. You couldn't I tell. was, like, always the one who's, like, doing right or... I don't know. Yeah, and I think that extends to even, like, a broader audience, but beyond, like, our Catholic faith. It's just that in every situation, you can... There, there's always going to be situations where you feel like you're the odd one out. Mm-hmm. And usually most of the time, like, that isn't true. It's just, like, you're in the wrong situation. Does that make yeah. sense? yeah. It's like you're actually not different. It's just that you haven't found your people. I know that sounds like, yeah. go be a special snowflake, but <laughs> in reality, like that's right, just yeah. how the world works. You for know sure. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay, so for your younger siblings, do you think that they would benefit from being homeschooled? Or do you think that they are good where they are? I think for each of my siblings, like they're a different case. Yes. You know? I think for Nicholas, he would not benefit from being homeschooled yeah. at all. Yeah. Like, he is way too social. Like, mm-hmm. he needs that, like, I'm not saying that you guys don't get, like, a lot of person-to-person <laughs> interaction. Yeah. But he was telling me even last night, like, he knows every single kid in his grade, and he will just go up to a random person and just start talking to him. Yeah. And I think he needs that, like, I don't know. Also, like, if he were to be, like, at home, like, having my parents teach him, I don't think he would do well with that. I think, think he definitely, yeah. I think he definitely does better having, like, an external, like, person, like, outside the family, like, teaching him things. Yeah. And just by being in, like, a different environment and, like, at the elementary schools, like, they're constantly moving around all the time, mm-hmm. having different teachers for different subjects, different classes. Like, I think he benefits from that. And also just being exposed, like, having, like, gym classes. Like, he loves his gym class. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you guys have that stuff, too. But, yeah. like, 
It's just different. Yeah, it is. Know? It is different. I think Owen would probably be just fine being a home being I love a homeschool that name. kid. He's just like every Owen I've ever met is such a sweet person. I love that. He, okay. He's really sweet. He's definitely a little cutie, and he's definitely acts like the baby of the family. Oh yeah, for anyway. sure. But I think he would be fine as a homeschool kid. He's definitely more like quiet and reserved, and he does his work. He's like a really good kid. He's a good when kid. I helped out at his fall party, he was always. The one who's there doing his work, doing what he was supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. asking questions, always helping the teacher. Um, but Olivia, she would be a wild one. She, she's <laughs> Olivia the wild, is the wild card. She's the wild card of the family. You she's never know. She's kind of know. the Margaret of the family. She, she really is. <laughs> she's definitely going to be the one to like rebel against my parents. She talks back to them like, actually, well, Nicholas does too. But me and Owen, we never would dare to do that. <laughs> never would dare to do that. But she, she would she'll fight back. Um... I think now that since she's been around, like, all the girls, like, I feel like they have, like, a very, like, tight friend group, and they mm-hmm. welcomed her in right away. Mm-hmm. So, I think she would probably be and fine. It was funny how kid. it was funny how compatible she was with their friend group. Yeah. Like, my younger sister, her friends, like, like mm-hmm. right away. It, I mean, instantly. Yeah. Like, when they went away to camp, I think that was, like, where they first all got I connected. I think so, yeah. Like, instantly. Mm-hmm. That next Sunday, like, the rest of us in our family were just, like, Whoa. <laughs> we didn't know what to expect. Uh, and she was the one who was, like, going around, like, introducing everybody and all the families, like, getting us all connected. That's so fun. And, of course, like, my mom was there, too. She's definitely, like... Yeah, your mom is very She's very social. connected. Yeah. She likes getting to know the people. So, between those two, like, they were just getting us all connected. And for me and my dad, it took us, like, probably months. We literally just stood in the corner talking to each other <laughs> the whole time until we finally found people to talk to. That's funny. And my mom would always push my dad to go be like, go talk to the dads. Yeah. And, like, my mom would push me to go find the teenagers. Um, but That's I really Anyways, funny. where were we going with this? My dad thinks you're hilarious, by the way. He thinks I'm hilarious? No, your dad is hilarious. Oh, my dad. Yeah. It's like, I, I talk to him every single time I get the same life story about how he's from North Dakota and he sells furniture. And he thinks it's absolutely oh, hilarious. Oh, that's funny, Yeah. I mean, yeah. My dad, he loves talking about furniture. Yeah. I mean, that's his life. That is his life. <laughs> that's what he does every day. He loves talking about that stuff. But... Yeah. I don't think I would survive as a homeschool kid either. Mm-hmm. I mean, since I've, I mean, now I'm a senior in high school and I've made it through being a public school all my life. Yeah. I mean, in the stage now, I mean, I'm kind of an honorary, like, homeschool kid. You I, are. I've talked to you about this Technically, before. it's a private school, but, like, you know. Yeah. You go to a private school, but. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm being more, like, cultured yeah. I guess perspectives are being broadened <laughs> yes like I think I'm being more cultured being around like more homeschool kids and I'm like slowly like starting to like pull myself away mm-hmm. from, like my high school friends yeah which makes sense I think we're all just kind of starting to go in different directions but like I don't know and I think for Olivia too she doesn't have like a group of like solid friends at, at her school at our public school mm-hmm. so I think that's also why she's more like found her people mm-hmm. at church and yeah. she likes being with them, but, I mean, I'm sure she even feels, like, different from them, because they all, like, get together and do, like, homeschool things, yeah. and, like, she still has, exactly. like, to go to public school, and she's not with them, and... <laughs> Except for that one time she went to the homeschool yes, thing. Yeah, <laughs> she loved that. She, like, still talks about it really? to this day, yes. <laughs> That's funny. And she was in for, like, the waltz class, or, like, the yeah, dance yeah, class yeah. or whatever, class. and when we were, we've been, like, watching, like, some Christmas movies, or, and they've had, like, waltz sequences in it right. and she's been like oh my gosh i know how to do that <laughs> and she's been like trying to like get like owen to dance with her like that's hilarious it's so funny <laughs> it does bring up another thing though that like most homeschooled educations are more well-rounded and of mm. course this is speaking to homeschool it's like so patronizing right now but most homeschoolers are more well-rounded because mm-hmm. 
their, their education is just, like, more diverse. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you guys, like, learn, like, actual life skills. That's true, too. <laughs> well, I, no, actually, I will say this. Sitting in, like, some of my classes, like, even last year, I'm like, why am I here? Why am I going to need to know this? Like, yeah. I don't need to know this for the future. Mm-hmm. Like, there's basic life skills that I should know how to do. Like, I don't know how to do my taxes. Like, yeah. how am I supposed to learn how to do that? I mean, setting a proper table or, I don't know, mm-hmm. learning how to, like, I don't, I don't even know. Just Change certain, oil in your car. Yeah, like, certain yeah. life skills, I'm not being taught. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, my parents are teaching them to me, yeah. but it's not, like, in a school setting. Yeah, and, and that's, yeah, I don't know, maybe it's because those two overlap that it seems like that, because, like, my relationship with my parents is obviously very educational, right? Mm-hmm. That's just because that's our norm. Yeah. And so then when those life skills come, like, it just, it integrates right into the education, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Versus, like, school versus parents, mm-hmm. and you have, like, two different sides to a coin. Yeah, exactly, and I think also, like, my life has been definitely, like, split mm-hmm. into, like, my school life over on one side, yeah. and then my church life over on the other side. I think this year they're kind of starting to get, like, more inter- integrated. Inter- yeah. Integrated, I feel like now, like, my school friends are, like, kind of like you and Margaret. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I don't really... We're at school and Yeah, you guys church. are, like, at school yeah. and at church. Yeah. And, yes, I have other, like, friends that I've made, like, of, like, the actual, like, traditional college students here, but, like... I don't I mean, I don't see them outside of, like, school. Like, we're not, like, see you guys at church. Yeah. I see you guys more throughout. Exactly. I see you guys all, all the my time, literally. Like, my, like, public school friends. That's but, probably true. But, I don't know. I still make time for them, and I still enjoy hanging out with them. Mm-hmm. And lots of drama comes with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other story, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is interesting, though, to think about. Because, you know, the, the, the homeschool community that, that I do this for is totally online. And in some ways, it's for me, it's also been like sort of a study in community of realizing that like I can have separated communities in my life. Mm-hmm. And it that can it can end up feeling really messy like that, but at the same time that's also it's good, right? Like you get to mm-hmm. you get to know so many different people. And that's why I really I don't regret investing in an online community like PA homeschoolers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Simply because the people are like minded, like I enjoy conversing with them and mm-hmm. I don't regret that at all. So I mean, being in a public school, there's definitely like varying degrees <laughs> of thought. Yeah. And I mean, it helps me be able to know what I believe in mm-hmm. even stronger. Mm-hmm. And even like seeing all like the various different clubs. Like you have like the GSA club, you have like the Black Student Union, mm-hmm. you have like all these different clubs. And yes, like we have FCA, which is like the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, which mm-hmm. me and some of my other friends like we're in charge of. Yeah. Which we're bringing that in, but the amount of, like, Christian clubs is significantly, like, lower than the amount of, like, anything else. Right. <laughs> and even, like, there's this current events club and, the like, the people who have my school of thought, there's very little of us compared yeah. to everyone else. And they're just so much louder about their opinions. Yeah. That, like, you just feel like you're constantly, like, being shut down. Mm-hmm. Like, your opinion doesn't matter. Like, only theirs does. Yeah. And when theirs, obviously, like, is false. Like, they have right. false information. Right, it's false to you. Yeah. Which people can believe whatever they want to think, and that's yeah. like also part of like public school too. Is like there's so many different opinions, and you just have to respect that. You just yeah. have to deal with that. Yeah, yeah, that's also part of. <laughs> Don't get me started. Public schools are like inherently morally relativistic in that sense, right? Where you get teachers telling you this is true, this is false, um, but at the same time, then you also have liver truth, right? Where it's like you do you, all do me. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Which is very, 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 very dangerous way to think. 
Um, mm. But it's definitely, because obviously that's the norm, right? Yeah. And it's funny when you say that, like, in terms of my opinion feels shut down. Because according to that ideology, it's like it should, you should be able to voice your opinion, right? Like, you should be able to do you, and mm-hmm. they should be able to do them. Mm-hmm. But that's not usually the case. Right. Um, which is just what you get in the public school system. Mm-hmm. And I mean, all throughout, <laughs> like, my high school language arts... Like, the teacher is constantly telling you one thing. Mm-hmm. And we've had, like, essay prompts where, yeah. like, you've had to write on, like, controversial topics. Right. And I guarantee that, like, my controversial topic, like, my opinion on that yeah. is completely different than yours. Yeah. Like, the very first essay of my, let's see, that probably was my junior year that we had to write over the summer. Yeah. It was on abortion. And, like, the just, is abortion legal or not? Yeah. And that was, like, a, just a great way to, like, jump into my junior year and yeah. just, like, get going. And, like, even, like, sitting in that classroom and seeing the posters that were up on the wall, it's just, like, it made me want to roll my eyes Literally. every single time yeah. I was sitting in that room. Yeah. And that also, I feel like that part should not be brought into the education system because yeah. like, so they're that's here to learn. Yeah. There's an interesting, like, sort of line you have to draw between, yes, this should be talked about. Like, we should discuss hard issues and yeah. we should talk about them, but we shouldn't be grading people on them. You right, know what I mean? Exactly. And, like... We should be having, like, mature conversations about these things. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you can, like I said, you can believe whatever you want to believe. But, yeah. like, pushing that agenda on other students and even kids that are naive and just, like, brainwashing them. Yeah. That's basically what the school system is. Right. Like, these poor elementary kids are just being, like, shoved down with, like, what are your pronouns? Yeah. Like, they don't even know. <laughs> like, they don't even know they what know. is right or wrong. Yeah. And here you are just pushing your agenda on them. Mm-hmm. And I think... Now, like when I was in elementary school, based based on like what they're teaching in elementary school now, completely different. Yeah. Completely different. Yeah. So like I feel bad for my youngest brother Owen because mm-hmm. he is getting a totally different education. Yeah. Than the education that I was receiving. That's so interesting. So I think as I'm like now around more homeschoolers and mm-hmm. I'm like getting older and I'm like starting to think, would I want to homeschool my children? Yeah. I think to some extent, yes, I would. Yeah. But to the other extent, like I want my children to have like that public school experience, like I did too, yeah. because. There's to- it's like it's a very totally galvanizing yeah. experience because also like going to football games and going to dances mm-hmm. and you guys still have like dances and stuff too. Yeah. But just like that school community and having like that school spirit is like, yeah. you don't have that as a homeschooler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think having them be like around that would be great. Mm-hmm. But there's also like definitely hard things. And as like our society keeps progressing, like our society is progressing in the wrong direction. Yeah. And I don't know if I want to raise my children. Right. Like that. Yeah. This is a very politically motivated conversation. We're sorry, but (laughs) you know, it it can be said, it can be said. I mean, it's what I, what I think you're getting at basically is that we want our schools to teach us how to think, not what to think. Yes. Right. Exactly. So you can tell me what to think, but you are not teaching me how I should arrive at Mm an informed conclusion, you know? Yeah. That's just it. How is inherently better than what? Mm-hmm. Because that plays to the individual, like, in, bleh, words. <laughs> Individualistic nature of our society, where it's very much focused on the me, myself, and I. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, these are, like, definitely my opinions about the school system, saying about, like, the two different, like, sides to mm-hmm. it. And now, like, being more educated, and just, like, now I can be able to form an opinion for myself about, yeah. like, what I think. I mean, this is just, like, how I perceive the public school system yeah. now. Like, yeah, yeah. This is actually really funny because, you know, Amara's public schooled, um, and we talked about this a couple a couple of weeks ago, and she was, like, basically saying the same things you are. Um, okay, but in, like, the last little bit here, I want to get back to the AP side of things because okay. that's the whole point. <laughs> um, okay, so you have AP experience, obviously, in the public school system. Mm-hmm. Um, Amara and I kind of talked about how the differences are. Like, 
overall broad, what's your general experience with AP? Like it, dislike it, strengths, weaknesses? I definitely think the AP classes have pushed me to better note-taking skills, like being able to go through harder material faster, and it's mm-hmm. definitely prepared me for like PSEO classes now. Yeah. But I think even at a public school, like the teachers can teach whatever they want to teach, and ultimately you're still going to have to take the same AP tests as yep. everybody around. Yeah. Like in my experience with the AP classes that I've taken, I've enjoyed them. I've enjoyed my teachers who've been teaching this. I feel like I've had like a good enough understanding. Um, but even this year now, I've been like sitting in, in one of my friend's AP classes yeah. and the teacher does absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. She sits at her desk and talks to the other students. And sometimes the students aren't even like in that class. Like that's why I'm there. Like, I'm not <laughs> in that class. She just like lets other kids sit in there yeah. and it's super distracting in a terrible environment. Mm-hmm. And she just gives like random worksheets that don't even make sense to the kids. And then they play Kahoot. What, what AP? Cl- this AP is AP stats. AP stats. Okay. This is AP stats. Useless class, but yeah. Yes, and they're, like, not learning anything, and they have a test today, and my friend's like, I am not prepared for this at all, because, like, mm-hmm. they don't even know what's going to be on the test, because, right. like, the worksheets are useless. Like, their worksheet yesterday was using how many siblings you have, and then doing, like, probability and statistics with it. I don't yeah. even know what the worksheet was. Yeah. And then a few weeks ago, it was about an evil eyebrow and a taco tongue. Like, what, like, what does that have to do okay. with statistics? Like, yeah. yes, these are, like, examples of, like, if people have this or not. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like it doesn't make sense okay. to like a college <laughs> statistics class. Like yeah. I feel like the kids in that class are going to be so unprepared for the AP test. There's mm-hmm. no way that any of them are going to pass. Yeah. Because yeah. they're not even following like what the college board has been providing. Like mm-hmm. this teacher has bought her own worksheets or something from some other site. Like she's not even making this and mm-hmm. it's not following the college board. So I feel like they're just, like, not going to be prepared. Yeah. But, like, last year when I took AP World History, like, we had a textbook. We read the textbook. We used College Board worksheets. Mm -hmm. And, like, we practiced, like, the DBQ and the LEQ. Like, we knew what was going to be expected. Like, we were very well prepared. And then I passed. Yeah. But I think also my other – I also took AP Calc last year but did not pass that test. That's just, like, a whole other other reason why. And AP Bio. Yeah. I didn't pass AP Bio. But I will say for that class – had I been in school, like a traditional school year, I think I would have been just fine. Mm-hmm. But that was the year where we were hybrid. We were in class sometimes, or yeah. at home sometimes. We didn't get to do any of like the lab activities or experiments. So we were definitely missing like a whole chunk of like our learning mm-hmm. that would have been like beneficial to us for the right. test. Yeah. And even when I took AP Human Geo as a freshman, that was when COVID had first started. Yeah, I love so Human <laughs> like I passed that test easily. Yeah. But. It wasn't it's in like a normal. AP test. Yeah, yeah. I, it wasn't even in like a normal like testing situation. Right. Like, we took that at home. Yep. yep. And they took off something. I can't even remember what they, they took dropped. Off. Something. Yeah. Something that wasn't like on there. Like it had been a normal year. So yeah. I feel like all my AP experiences really haven't been like normal. normal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, AP World History last year was pretty as normal. It was normal as it could have gotten, but. I don't know. I'm glad to be done taking AP classes and yeah. just doing all PSEO classes this year because you don't have to take a, a big major test at the end. To prove that you Yeah, succeeded. to prove yeah. that you learned because in all of those classes, I had an A all three trimesters, mm-hmm. but I still didn't pass the calc or the biology test. Yeah. It just, yeah. That's the thing with AP classes though is that the AP exam is what matters. Right. Like what you get on the assignments doesn't actually matter because that doesn't carry you forward. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, that's, Yeah. Uh, that's the other thing, too. Like, some of the AP classes are totally useless. Like, AP Stats, AP Calc, AP Bio. Mm-hmm. Completely useless. They won't transfer to any right. university as anything. 
like, sure, if you're just looking for a more challenging, mm-hmm. but at that point, don't even take the AP exam. You know what I mean? I know. I think taking the AP exam, like, it gives you good, like, test-taking skills, mm-hmm. but even then, it's like, it's how many more times do you need to know how to, like, take an AP test like mm-hmm. that? Yeah. I mean, taking like, the a- ACT or, like, the SAT, like, those are even different than, like, the, the testing oh, yeah. strategies of an yeah. AP test. Oh, totally different. So it doesn't, like, correspond to anything. I mean, yeah. I think just, like, the work that you put in over the year, like, during an AP class is what's more beneficial. Mm-hmm. But then, like you said, like, what's the point of even taking the AP test? Then? Yeah. If but you're still going to have to yeah. take it later on. Right. But, then, I mean, obviously there are AP classes, which is another case, like AP U.S. History, AP World, mm-hmm. AP Lit, AP Lang. Like, these classes do transfer to the majority of universities yeah. as, you know, a history, mm-hmm. of social science, yeah, history, et cetera. And I would say I would definitely recommend taking, like, the AP histories mm-hmm. because those, like, have been very beneficial. And, I mean, I think history is just a lot easier to understand from, like, reading a textbook, too, because mm-hmm. it's not up to interpretation. Like, right. hear the facts, memorize those facts, put them all together, yeah. and there's your understanding. Yeah. Whereas, like, AP Calc and AP Bio, like, yes, they're pretty straightforward. There's still some sort of, like, you have to make sense of it on your own. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you can't just read, like, a formula in Calc and right. then, like automatically understand it and remember it. you have to like be able to practice that from many different like, angles yeah classes and i think now this year taking calc again has definitely made it much i've been able to understand it like much more quickly mm-hmm. since this is my second time being around the stimulus yeah and i think now like i don't know this calc one class is is way easier than <laughs> yeah. i can't tell if that's just because i've taken it before or yeah. just because it is it is that actually much, way easier it's yeah. that much easier but that's yeah. fun. All right, we have to wrap up because I don't like to be, I don't like to go over twenty minutes. Okay. <laughs> I respect people's time, mm-hmm. um, but thank you for talking. Yeah, you're it was welcome. really fun. We apologize yeah. for all of the super right wing politically <laughs> motivated stuff, <laughs> but at the same time, I think it does apply to whatever political ideology you fit into. Is the fact that how you make conclusions is always better than what conclusions you should make. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're here for. All right, bye guys. Bye. <laughs>